Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joining me in studio today is the dog professor, Rob Luss, from the Edgefield Animal Care Center. And uh, still got these warm temperatures, man. I'm not not upset about this at all. Perfect. Actually. The yeah, only thing is, I will say that... Yeah. Uh, we are still seeing ticks at oh, this I'll time bet. of year, which is uh, yeah. which is usually a pretty pretty late for them. But uh, whatever it is this time of year with the weather, we are still seeing ticks. Now. Yeah, a, a friend of ours, Will Beard, he was on his radio show not too long ago. Was talking about Indian summer, and I'd sent him a thing from Wikipedia, and I said, I don't, I don't believe that uh, we're having Indian summer. He was talking about last, I think Thursday or Friday, and I said because I don't believe we've had a hard freeze yet. And doesn't the hard freeze help with getting rid of the ticks? Minimum of two to three. Okay, it's going to have a few. Yeah, yeah. two to three. Yeah, we may have had one. I said I, I told him. I said I couldn't. I couldn't remember. I call that, that a mild one. one. I no, would yeah. too. I, I don't. I mean, we've had some cold mornings, but I don't know if we've been at. Uh, you got to be, I think, at twenty-eight degrees for like four hours or something. And I don't believe we've uh, we've hit that yet. But uh, those days are coming. I am sure. Now, with that being said, we've got Halloween around the corner, and uh, you want to talk a little bit about Halloween and some of the legends that uh, that arise over the black cat or you know whatever type of animal that would create some sort of a legend for the fall which there's lots of different stories it kind of combines uh my couple my interest you know yeah I, no absolutely you know, I, i'm not a, i'm not ashamed to, to say that you know there might might be bigfoot out there or okay. stuff like that you know so i mean I, I like the history and i like the things associated with the animals and stuff and you know for years um to the point where it has um become a detriment to black dogs and black cats right is their association uh, with the occult, with Halloween, and and all that stuff. So you know, it's kind of interesting to go back and roll back and and find out. You know, black cats are obviously the most prominent right figure when it comes to Halloween and witchcraft. And and uh, for you know, a lot of people don't know. They just know the know the old saying: if a black cat crosses your path, you know right. you're going to have bad luck or anything. But they don't really realize why that came about. Yeah. And it goes back to, you know, the cat especially goes back to ancient civilizations like Egypt and everything else. In Egypt, they were revered, mm-hmm. okay, um, because in in the Egyptian, with the Egyptian gods, they the, the cat resembled one of their gods, just like Anubis, the, the, right. their, their main god, resembled a dog, mm-hmm. okay? Um, so I think it was Osiris, which... I think, but don't quote me. <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. Is 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 their god, their god that resembled a cat? So in ancient Egypt, they were revered. But then, as time went along in the twelfth um, and thirteenth century, you know the 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 cat started to get associated uh, with witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And why? Because you know, in in the legends with witches, witches always had what they were called familiars, and okay. a familiar was um, basically. They call it a like a vessel that a demon or whatever would be in that the witch could take them wherever they wanted or have them do their dirty work or anything. Right. And um, the majority of, unfortunately, during this time, if you were 
you know, into nature or a loner or whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of times during the witchcraft craze, you were considered a witch. Right. And uh, if you were living on your own and, and no stereotype here, but a lot of times there were uh, women who were widowed or had lost a husband or didn't have a husband or whatever, and they lived by themselves and they tend to have cats around. Right. Um Crazy cat lady. Sure. You know, is that can we say that or not? Yeah. My wife. <laughs> crazy cat lady. She's married. But, so but, you know. But the idea was is that they were they were whispered at that um um you know, they were considered familiars or considered assistants to the witch. And obviously the color black is associated in in historical in most people's minds as associated with uh, Satan. The mm-hmm. devil, um, demons, hell, all that stuff. Um, so black became the the um, marker. Okay. All right. Um, whether it was a black dog, which a lot of people don't realize, a black dog was, you know, as historical uh, mark of evil in most people's minds as a cat was. Really? Yeah. Um, the biggest thing where where it, the biggest written account where you can actually see the history where cats take on this. And anybody who owns a cat, you'll start to get my my point here in yeah. a minute, <laughs> where they get themselves in trouble, is um, is in about the 13th century, uh, Pope Gregory the Ninth, in, in his writing, he says, in, in it, black cats were declared an incarnation of Satan. Wow. Okay. And why? It's because... Um, they were in the midst at that point of the Inquisition. So in their mind, everything was witchcraft was running wild. But what they judged, they judged the independence, mm-hmm. independent nature of a cat. And in that time period, in that world, um, if you were a woman and you were very independent, mm-hmm. um, they didn't tolerate it. Right. So if they if the woman had an animal that was just as independent, <laughs> um, which everybody knows most cats are, that's just their nature. They're right. solitary, independent animals. Then obviously it had a it, it had an association with with that type of behavior, and that was considered a, an evil behavior, mm-hmm. a devilish behavior. You were supposed to be submissive regardless, and whether you were a cat and not and submissive or a or a woman, um, if you were outside that realm, they considered that bad, or they just didn't want to deal with it, and they labeled you a witch. So mm-hmm. that's that's where the association of black cats being evil started to come from. Okay. Um, it was added on to a, as time went on during that period and the bubonic plague hit. It was added on as another sign of uh, evil is that wherever the plague was, cats were. Mm-hmm. Well, now we know the cats were where the plague was because... Um, the plague was spread by fleas, mm-hmm. which was carried on rats. And when you got rats, you got cats. Right. So, <laughs> so that's where they start to get that association at, at, as they go. But, I mean, it has become to a point where, you know, you still, I, I mean, I, I defy you to drive down the road and, ha- and a black cat walks across the road in, in front of you mm-hmm. and not for the fleeting second in your brain not think about absolutely <laughs> having bad luck that's, get the willies yeah you know, that's yeah. what that's what it's been associated with and for, for a period of time you know since the 1970s and you know during the 70s we had this big 70s early 80s there was the big um satanic craze right okay everybody every every creepy woods were having satanic you know meetings and stuff like this going on um and it came to the point and where um you know the 
a, the National AAS, ASPCA and, and those type of things were, were telling people as Halloween rolled around, if you have a black cat, get your black cat inside. Yeah. Because people were actually taking black cats and, you know, doing evil things with them Whatever. and they were targeting them and so forth and so on. Um, so that has that type of thing has continued up to up to this day mm-hmm. and and now you know shelters and adoption agencies and everything else are um, talking about the fact that this has become a prejudice towards these color animals oh. to where they have trouble adopting out black cats right. black dogs you know as far as I'm concerned as a trainer and for over 30 years um, we use people's prejudice when it comes to the color black with black dogs um, sometimes as a positive, mm-hmm. you know, people come to me and they go, I want a dog that's protective. I want to teach him to, to bark and bite and, you know, a guard dog and everything else. And I, and I often tell them you're already halfway there because your dog is black. Yeah. Okay. Most people have a semblance in their mind of a black dog looks a lot more intimidating than another color dog. Right. And that's historical also, you know, we talk, we've talked about the black cats and everything. Um, down through history, black dogs are just as prominent in history, starting with Greek mythology, yeah. um, which I have a minor in. I I'm finally, finally, after all this You're time, get to, to use it. it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the the the, uh, the guardian of hell, the things that kept the people from escaping Hades yeah. and hell was Cerberus, a three-headed mm-hmm. dog. Um, you probably saw him in, uh, I think, Harry Potter. Yeah. In fact, in the Harry Potter books, there's a character called Grimm, and it's a ghost black dog and basically a lot of a lot of this history has has come from england ireland scotland um where you know black shuck black shuck is a a legend from uh, scotland i believe giant black dog you know everything is associated all black dogs were associated as a hound from hell obviously branching off from Cerberus right. to the point we are today. And, um, you know, then movies don't help with that at all. You sure. Know? <laughs> Cujo was a big, big uh, jump from the normal devilish dog, because normally most devil dogs portrayed in movies were Doberman pitchers or Rottweilers right. or whatever. And now yeah. Cujo's got this big fluffy St. Bernard, yeah. St. Bernard, different dog. But the point is, is, you know, when you think of, Hell hounds, devil hounds, stuff like that. They're nine times out of ten, they're always black. Um, you know, the legend in the south of the Rougarou, which or or other werewolf legends, they're always darker colored, black, uh, long hair. Yeah. Um, and that that all comes back from the legend of Black Shuck, which was a um, considered you know, it could have been a wolf in Ireland or Scotland, and that's where the legend begins. A lot, you know, people forget that wolves roamed crazy over Europe. Right. And, you know, it's easy to turn a wolf into a legend if you've never seen a, a wolf before. Right. Um, but that's where black dogs have the same issue. And you can see it even with easygoing breeds. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, if you have a big black lab, people are always hesitant a little bit just because of the color compared to other other colors. And again, um, unfortunately, black with most dogs, especially mixed breed dogs, is pretty much a dominant color. Wow. Okay. Um, where like with labs, black is the probably the most dominant color, yellow being next, and chocolate is the recessive color. Mm-hmm. It's that way with most other breeds so the majority a lot of times of mixed breeds you'll see are black or brown or whatever so that makes it hard again 
um, for for uh, adoption agencies and stuff like that to adopt out these black dogs because right. black carries the the connotation of evil or or whatever. Um, so when you have that, if you have that little tiny inclination in your mind about why why am I a little intimidated by this? Why do I think about bad luck when I see a black cat or whatever? Know that it's historically based. Yeah, it's probably. <laughs> Uh, a bit in your genetics as mm-hmm. far as that goes and it's it's um compounded on every halloween season as part of the legend and and this is basically where those legends come from wow good stuff man you did a little research you had some fun learning all that yeah stuff, yeah, yeah yeah i've been watching a lot of halloween shows but, oh, but yeah. i i knew most of it but the, yeah. but you know i wanted to talk about the black dogs too because you know people don't don't uh, realize that it. it doesn't get as much press, I would say, as the black cats and stuff around the Halloween season. But, right. but it is a true phenomenon with people and being intimidated by black dogs. And there's some history behind it as to why. Yeah, I like the history. Good stuff, man. So if uh, people are around the area and they want to hook up with you at the Edgefield Animal Care Center for whatever reason, tell them how they can do that. Edgefield Animal Care Center, we're a family business and we just celebrated uh I would say our 50th anniversary mm-hmm. <laughs> of work here in the uh, Marion area. We're a full-service veterinary hospital, boarding, grooming, training, uh, daycare, all that stuff, basically all in one stop as best you can. Uh, you can get all that information, see what we're all about, get all our particulars, uh, hours, and, and address and contact and everything on our website. It's edgefieldanimalcare.com. Go on there. Uh, you can see what we're about. You can get past episodes of the Dog Professor podcast if you were, if you like this one today. Um, and it's edgefieldanimalcare.com. There you go. Great stuff. And if you enjoy hearing uh, the Dog Professor on this podcast, wherever you're getting it, make sure you hit follow so you'll get a notification on your phone every time we post a new one. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.